Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. in heavenly places the other day Jesus told some group of Christians who were not ready to worship and to praise that if they continue he will cause stones to arise and give God the praise hallelujah and i believe that me and you we are far better than stones hallelujah are you here are we better than stones that is why we want god to arise on our praises we want him to arise on our worship hallelujah sometimes i think about it that i did not ask god not to make me a tree or a goat Have you thought about it that you could easily have been made a goat or an ant or a pig So when you find yourself to be among the humans there is no reason for you to hold your breath there is every reason for you to praise worship and give him what is due him hallelujah and the bible says he created us for his purpose he created us for his purpose that we will bring forth his praise hallelujah so somebody put your hands together put your hands together hallelujah well we want to continue our our uh, service and the time we've got into is the time for your prosperity tell somebody it's time for my prosperity fantastic i don't know why such an important day they decide to put the low shedding back uh, it's gone for some time but i don't know it's come today but don't worry hallelujah okay proverbs chapter 7 verse 23 quickly so i have been sharing with you i've been sharing with you why non titan christians become poor and how titan christians become rich hallelujah and one of the causes one of the causes or the reasons why non-titan christians become poor is the bad thoughts the bad thoughts that makes non-titan christians to become 
Paul. Hallelujah. Are you here? Hello? Okay. So, I'm sharing something very... Uh, Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 7. Is it there in your Bible? The Bible says, For as he or she thinketh in his heart, so is he. Can I say that again? Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 7. The Bible says, For as he thinketh in his heart, or for as she thinketh in her heart, so is he or so is she. Hallelujah. So you are your thoughts. Amen. And the Bible also says that keep your hearts with all diligence. Somebody come with me. Say with me. Keep your hearts heart. with, with all diligence. For out of it, out of it are, the are the issues of life. Now the heart that the Bible is talking about is not the biological heart. That pumps blood to all the other uh, uh, organs. The heart that the Bible is talking about is the actual you, your spirit. Hallelujah. Whatever will happen to you in this life comes out of your heart, from your spirit. So whether you will do well or you will not do well is going to come from your heart. Are you there? So when you are there and you are always thinking that as for me, I'm not beautiful. As for me, I will not do well. As for me, nothing works for me. As for me, I'm not like my friends. Whatever you think, that is what you are becoming. Hello? One day a certain woman had a, a pimple on the cheek and she would jokingly say, this is my cancer. This is my cancer. That is what killed her. She actually died from her cancer. Is that Kathleen? Oh, good to see you. Wow. Please come. Come and search by. There's a seat right here for you. I've seen one of my father's friends. That's the daughter. Please come all the way. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The father is Bishop Jake, hmm? Jack in Kenya. When we were there in Kenya, the father hosted the prophet. I mean, it's not part of Lighthouse, but I mean, vacated his own accommodation, gave place for our father to be there, and that's the daughter. So God bless you for being here. What a beautiful. Wow. Are you here? So this lady said that this is my cancer. It was like a joke. And that is what she died of. So what I'm telling you that even if you want to joke, joke with nice things. Even when somebody said that, imagine you are poor. Say, I can't imagine. When I imagine I'm not poor. Hello? Hello? 
When you imagine, are you poor? Yeah, I can't imagine that I'm poor. You can't imagine that you are sick. You can't imagine that. No. Even when you are joking, you joke. You joke properly that, oh, imagine I have uh, 10 cars. Imagine I'm having a crusade. Imagine I'm, I'm an evangelist. Imagine I'm praying for... Imagine something good. Don't imagine something that is not good. Are you here? So I'm trying to, for you to do well, listen to me, for you to do well, you need positivity. Negativity will not let you do well. And that is what the devil does. The devil tries to let people think negative. That is why he brings bad dreams to scare for you to see something that is not good. And when you hold on to it, then he can manifest whatever you are seeing. Because till you conceive something in your mind, you can never do it. The eyes can only see what the mind knows. Hello? Yeah. The eyes can never see what the mind does not know. So when you see something and you recognize it, it means your mind knows it. As for the eyes, it just recognizes what you know. Hallelujah. Are you here? That is why it is so important. It is so important what you are thinking, what you are meditating on. Thoughts are products. Thoughts are products. If you hold it long enough, it will manifest. The reason why many have not done well even the good things they have thought about, they did not hold on to it. They thought about, or maybe then it goes, but rather the bad thoughts, they hold it for a long time and they manifest these bad thoughts. They walk into it. Can I tell you something? Yes. God listens and hears your thoughts. And your thoughts and your imagination is more important to God than what you are doing. What you are doing, look, is not as important as what is in your heart. What is in your heart. That's why Jesus said, by the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So if you want to see what is in your heart, Watch when nobody, your pastor is not there, your mother is not there, and you are chatting with your friends, casual. You begin to hear your actual self. That's when you begin to know what you believe in, what you think, I mean, is going to happen to you. Not the one that you are carefully thinking and giving political answers. No, that is not. The one that nobody, you don't think that anybody will hear you. Watch yourself speak. Then you will know what is in your heart. That is what is going to manifest, whether you like it or yes. Are you here? So the first world, the first world was destroyed, not because of what had happened, but because of the imagination. Genesis chapter 5 and chapter 6, the Bible says, and God saw that the imagination, hmm, the thought and the imagination, is it there in your Bible quickly, you see? Today that the screen light is not on, you, you are struggling. You don't even know where Genesis is. Ah. There is no shame. Go to the table of content. See, you see that there's Genesis. 
Is it there? What verse? Bible says, and he saw that the imagination, the thought and the imagination of man is continually evil. And it repented God that he had made man. Not what uh, already they were doing something, but what they were imagining to do. That is what made God destroy the world with the flood. It wasn't what they were doing. What verse? Chapter 6, verse number 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination, tell somebody imagination, of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So when, and when you read further, those who has a microphone, can you read further? Yvette, you've been to school. Or your English teacher was absent. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every no, I I want a lady. Man's voice is too hard. I have a hard voice. Right <laughs> Genesis chapter six from verse five, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Verse six, and it repented the Lord, and it repented the Lord. Not the things that they were doing. As for that one, it was no good. We all know. But what made God, I mean, very disturbed was the imagination. Continue. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. And it grieved him at his heart. Verse 7. And the Lord said, I will destroy whom I have created. It's okay. So if you continue, notice that the destruction of the first world was not because of what people were doing was what they had imagined to do. Whether you want to drink, you want to fornicate, you want to... It's, it's, it's in your heart before you do it. That's why we say nothing just happened. Nothing just happened. Hello? Tell somebody, nothing just happened. If it is happening, it means that you have meditated upon it, where you will do it, how you will do it, who with who. I mean, it is not just a simple process. It has to enter into your heart. Hallelujah. That is why God comes and tells us that keep your heart with what? All diligence. Because out of it are the issues of life. Hallelujah. Are you here? Very important. Then when you come to uh, Corinthians chapter 10, Paul begins to tell us, the Christians who sometimes are controlled by people's thought and imagination. He said, though we war, we walk in the flesh, but we do not war after the flesh. For the uh, uh, weapons of our what? warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Strongholds and casting down imaginations. So one of the things that you need to do as a Christian is to cast down imaginations of people. People wish that they will get a better marriage than you. People think that they should be more successful than you. 
people think that you shouldn't be better than them. All those things can happen to you. People's imagination. So, as a good Christian, one of the things you need to do is to cast down imaginations. Because if you be, be there and think that it's only demons, imagination has got nothing with demons. Your friends, your loved ones who sit by you, but think that she's better than you. And the person is not planning to do well. And it's already imagined that she should be better than you. So no matter how she becomes, you should be lower than that person. If you don't cancel such imagination. Somebody is thinking that, I mean, her husband should be better than your husband. Or you shouldn't drive a better car than uh, him or her. Different imagination. Somebody imagine that their children should be better than your children. Somebody is imagining that he should get a better job than I'm talking about. So these bad thoughts, even from people, can affect you. How much more your own bad thoughts? If the devil can let you have a bad thought for yourself, oh, that one will happen fast. Because that one is not even somebody's imagination, but it's your own thoughts that you think that you are not good, you think that you are not beautiful, you think that you don't deserve a good man. You think that you don't deserve a good work. So your thoughts and your imagination. Some people think that they cannot do certain courses. They cannot do. So look, as we saw it, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. As he what thinketh in his heart. So, so when you think about it, that is what you are going to have. That is why I'm sharing with you why people become non-titles, become poor, because they have bad thoughts. They have bad thoughts. Am I preaching to anyone? Or I'm talking to myself? Am I the right place? So what is the first reason? What is the first bad thought? So the bad thought of non-titus. Number one, they said, I earn too little to pay tithes. We've seen all that. Ah, this is my little money. It's a bad thought. Number two, I earn too much to pay tithes. Number three, I am not a fool. I will never pay tithes. Number four, my hard-earned money is not being properly used, so I will not pay tight in this church. It's a bad thought. Do you understand? That doesn't allow people to do well. That means I will never pay a, a, a tight in this church because, hey, number five. The pastors are using our money to buy cars and houses for themselves. So I will not pay tight to finance their extravagant life. It's a bad thought. It doesn't allow you to do well. Hello? This bad thought doesn't allow you to do well. Hmm? It's like you have not bought a car, but you are thinking about who you splash, you splash water on. You have not yet been proposed to. But you think that you get married and you go and do your hand like this. And people who are not married, it will be paining them. 
No, wait, wait. You see, so the bad thoughts doesn't allow people to do well. Tell somebody, have a good thought. Number, what number are we? Number six, all pastors are con men and thieves, so I will not pay tight. If you can trust your pastor with your soul, and you can't trust him with your money, then I also question your, your wisdom. Then I question your wisdom. It's like somebody that you said, you don't like your wife, but you eat her food. You sleep. When you are unconscious, she's the one taking care of you. You are a foolish man. I've not called your name, so you just need to be. Say, this my wife is weak. If she is wicked, you sleep. You don't even know what is happening. You eat her food and you trust your pastor with your soul to help you to go to heaven. And you cannot, then maybe your soul doesn't worth much. Maybe you don't know the value of your life. If you can trust somebody with your life, with your soul, the most precious commodity, then what is money? Seven, 10% is too much to give, so I will not pay tight. Number eight, I am so broke. I am broke, so I cannot pay tight. Look, all this thing I have done, when you go to the podcast, you see the prosperity message. Short. Some of them 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Listen to it and you see that you will prosper. Number nine. I am building a house so I cannot pay tight. You'll be surprised that you will not finish the house. <laughs> Number 10. I have a funeral to fund so I cannot pay tight this month. It's a bad touch. What about your employer saying that he also has funeral, so he will not pay you? Number 11, I have a lot of debts, so I cannot pay tight. How many think that this one, it looks like you? It looks like your story, or it looks like somebody you know. Okay, number 13, I am a student, so I cannot pay tight. Did I do that one? Have I done this one? Okay. Some people, you use the student crest. I'm a student, so I won't pay tight. And most students are richer than workers. Because when you were a student, nobody expects even anything from you. Your auntie sends some, your uncle, your mother, friends, people, your friends who have gone ahead to be working. They will all be giving you something small. So at the end of the month, students are more richer than workers. Am I saying the right thing or I should change what? I think that the people here don't like what I'm saying. Let me go here. You want what I'm saying? Yeah, let me come to this side. It's these people. Okay. How many students are here? Wave, 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 wave. Yeah. And how many notice that you get money and nobody even demands anything from you? The worker before the month will end, already bills are going, everything. Most workers are not happy on the payday. 
Meanwhile, per day, students are happy. Uncle will send some. Auntie will send some. My friend will send some. Daddy will also send some. And NSFAS is coming. Yeah. So, so it's a bad thought that makes people think that if you're a student, you don't need to pay tight. Every student pay tight. Amen. Amen. Hello. Be seated. Number 14. So in Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 9, the Bible says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruit of all thine increase. Honor the Lord with what? Your substance and with the first fruit of all your increase. So the one that comes from your friend, your auntie, your brother, your big sister, hmm? and your uncle is your increase. You need to pay tight. Okay, number 14. Maybe I should end here. Number 14. I am unemployed, so I cannot pay tight. Hello? I am unemployed. I have only, I'm sorry that you are not employed. I will pray for you and you'll be employed in the name of Jesus. But I want to ask you a question. As an unemployed, do, do you eat? Do you eat every day? Do you have things to wear? Don't you do your hair? And some of you even, you eat more than workers. You have the expensive wigs and the Brazilian things that workers cannot afford. So the unemployment tag is just an excuse not to. But look, once you have money coming to you, can I tell you something? If you don't understand the titan, you become poor. Because it's just like saying that you are unemployed. So you will not plant anything. The, the soil, the ground, does not know a poor person. Does not know a student. Does not know a, a, a worker. The soil does not differentiate. That is why poor people remain poor. Because poor people don't sow because they think that they are poor. But you cannot say you are an orphan. You are a widow or a widower, or you are unemployed, or a student. So the little maize, or the corn, or the wheat you have, you eat and you know so. No matter how poor you are, if you don't give the little that you don't have to the soil, to the ground, he will not multiply it and give it back to you. Hallelujah. How many can see that you are not too poor to, 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 to sow seed? In fact, if you are poor, that is even when you need to sow all. Because the little that you have, when you eat, it may not make any difference. When you read the Bible, Elijah told the widow in Zarephath, he said, I know it is little and it's not even enough. But you sow a seed first. Sow a seed first. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the ground has gold has diamond, has precious minerals. The ground, the earth, is richer than all of us together. Hello? Do you know that all the precious minerals are coming from the ground? 
Yeah, they mine, they, they dig it. So the ground is richer than all of us. And yet, with all the riches, if you don't sow into it, it will not give back to you. He will hold on to his riches. He's, he's going to hold on to the nutrients. It will not multiply. The same way, God is richer. God is so blessed. He doesn't need your money. Do you think that the ground needs your maize or corn? It is for your benefit. So if you think that the ground needs your seed, so if you, I don't plant the seed, the ground will be bereft. It will not do well. The seed that you sow, the ground multiplies it. It's for you. And give it back. Hallelujah. Amen. How many understand? That is the principle of tithing. If you don't give, you are denying yourself of a harvest. If you don't sow, you are depriving yourself of prosperity. If you don't obey the laws of nature that God revealed to uh, Noah when he was happy with him. In Genesis chapter 8, verse number 22, when Noah sacrificed after the flood and God smelled the, uh, the, the, the flavor, the smell of the sacrifice, and he was so happy, was moved. He gave Noah a secret. He said, let me tell you a secret. As far as the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time shall never see. It will never stop. Hallelujah. It's a secret that God gave. And be, why did he give? Because Noah had done something that he was happy. And take advantage of that secret. Not many people know the secret. Hello? Seed time will surely follow by harvest time. And God in his wisdom has declared that that will never, never cease. Hallelujah. So if you want to do something, do something that will never cease. That is why if you are non-tighter, you deprive yourself from having Precious seeds being sown so that you have fantastic harvest this morning and forever in your life. Declare that every month I will sow my seed, I will give my offering, I will pay my tithe so I can have a harvest. Hallelujah. And Jesus came and continued when people were giving. He said, this ought he have done and not have left the weightier matter. He said, you should pay your tithe. Are you there? And Paul quoted Jesus in Acts chapter 20. He said, remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, how he said that it is more blessing, blessed to give than to receive. Hallelujah. And this morning, I invoke the power of those scriptures over your life. May the blessings of giving be your portion. May the windows of heaven be open over your life. I pray for everyone who has given. Everyone who is giving. As we have paid our tithe. As we have given our offering. Father, in the name of Jesus. We lift, oh God. Take your offering. Everyone. Everyone, take your offering. Take your seed. Take your tithe. And we don't have our screen for you to see the... Uh, account number. I'm sure you should have it on your phone. 
and those who are also giving cash, go ahead. Lift it high above your head. And those on YouTube, those watching from Facebook, from the comfort of a soft chair, give more than we are giving here. Take your offering, lift it, and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you that every bad thought that has deprived us from tightening, giving, and honoring you, today is over. Everybody lift your offering, lift it high above your head. Whatever, whatever did not allow us, the deceptions of the enemy that did not allow us to sow and to give and to prosper, today ends every one of it. Father, we are giving, not because we have more money than we can use. We are giving not because we have everything we, ha we need in this life. But we give in honor and in obedience to your word. And we know your word can never be broken. We know you are not a man to lie, neither a son of man to repent. If we men will obey your word and will uh, do our portion, you are God, you will do better. I pray in the name of Jesus that there shall be a performance, that there shall be a harvest, that there shall be windows of heaven open over our lives, that you will bless us, that there shall not be room enough to contain it. Lord, we call on you. Receive these seeds as, as obedient children. We honor you. We prefer the blessings that come from you. We call on you. Help us. Help us, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord, and honor us. Let your word be fulfilled in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.